everybody, and welcome to East Coast Office Hours. I'm Merrick Kay, and joining me, as always, is Danielle Riando. Hi! Who is How are the, you? the EIC of fanbyte.com? That's me. I, oh my god. Okay. Uh-huh. I had a stress dream last night. Uh-huh. I always have these stress dreams where, I promise this is relevant. Okay. I always have stress dreams where I have to go back to high school because I failed something. Oh. But I always know that I have a master's degree. <gasps> I and like, I yell dream. at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so, it's so stupid because in the dream, I know I have a master's degree. And I'm like, I have a bachelor's and a master's. Why are you making me do this again? And Last night, I had the exact thing for being an EIC. I, like, knew I was an EIC, but I had to, um, like, apply for this internship somewhere, like, to be an editorial intern. And it was, like, the exact same shit. I was like, no, I know I'm an EIC. I know I am. I I got the job. (laughs) It was, like, the same bullshit. It comforts me to know that that you have the same thing, though. (laughs) Because it's such a weird thing. Well, like, I always have a thing of, like, yeah, I'm like back in school, in high school. And then I'm like, why do I need to fucking do math again? I have a master's yes. degree. Like they didn't know that I didn't do this apparently. So like, what are they going to do? Take it back? Like, it doesn't even matter. I already have a job where like, it doesn't matter. So like, ugh, yeah. It's so bad, stupid. Bad Brains yeah. are so stupid. It's just like, it's such a weird detail. Like, I'm always an adult in these dreams. Like, I'm in high school with kids who are high school kids, and I'm in my 30s, and I'm like, I went to grad school. I remember graduating. Like, I don't know why I'm mm-hmm. doing this. Ugh. Yeah. Um, we just became informed that there are uh, gamer chairs. Herman Miller uh, gamer chair <laughs> yeah. is my power phrase that turns me into Shazam. Oh, yes. Like a chair-themed Shazam? Yeah, just really good at sitting and gaming. <laughs> so, okay. Where do we start with this? Um, th- we don't know what it looks like, right? They've just announced that they're doing a partnership with Logitech. Yeah, this is like brand new, breaking news. We're breaking news on this podcast-ish. <laughs> right. Kind of. They... Uh, yeah, they are doing a collab with Logitech G to make a gamer chair. Now, Herman Miller, um, famously the company that produces the Ames's uh, designs. Okay. So okay. like the, um, you know, that chair. Um, I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's a it's a nice looking chair. Uh, it's a good one. The, you know, the lounge chair. Is that what you're looking at? I'm looking at the the sale. Oh, the sale is one that I have. That's not an Ames. Um, Oh, okay. That's that's one of their office chairs. Uh, I bought that because it was recommended by Wirecutter, which is a site that I like a lot. Um, But yeah, I know Herman Miller is like, you know, fancy stuff. Like if you go to their site and look at like lounge seating, uh, they sell the chair, you know, the Fraser chair. Yes, very much so. uh, Lounge chair. And um, that's kind of their thing. They do sort of high-end design like that. And they're making a gamer chair, which I'm very (laughs) curious to see uh, what that will look like because kind of their whole thing is making things that look good. And uh, gamer chair is historically not so much that, (laughs) yeah, you know? 
You might say gamer chairs are the, you know, floor mattress of the chair world, right? In a way, they are, yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Someone, sorry, someone just replied to me. uh, I just tweeted Herman Miller gamer chair and someone replied, we didn't start the fire. And uh, (laughs) realizing that Herman Miller gamer chair like fits into the rhythm of that song is perfect incredible oh that's really good i'm glad that they're doing this and that they're gonna bring a little uh you know oh i'm looking at some of these lounge chairs and they look really nice i mean the ames lounge chair is a classic it's uh you know that that sort of uh bent the formed piece of single piece of wood it's it's beautiful i mean it's a nice chair it will cost you Probably about $2,000, I think. Um, Good Lord. Let me see. How much does an, does an Ames lounger set you back these days? I mean, it also looks like something you could use to sleep on or relax oh, on yeah. or do like oh, sorry. Uh, some light lifting did workouts I, Did I on. say a number there? What did I you say? You said $2,000? Oh, God. That was, that's like the Ottoman. Um, it's okay. more like five or six. Yeah. But uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> but what a nice chair, though. Oh, I actually beautiful. do have a Herman Miller chair, and it's oh. the. Uh, we talked about that. I already said this. Sorry, I did oh, a podcast sorry. right before this, and my brain is scrambled. But uh, I don't know. They make nice stuff. Like if you like, you know, mid-century modern. Sure. Uh, they made those Aeron chairs, which were really famous in the two thousands, because like. Every dot-com company just bought, like, 20 of them. And then (laughs) when all of those companies went under, those chairs were just, like, everywhere. Like, just being thrown out constantly. I mean, (laughs) they're a nice office chair. Like, they're a nice desk chair. Um, They are. They are. Yeah, mine is not quite that, you know. I don't actually like the look of the Iran chair. I think it's a little ugly. But Mm -hmm. it is very comfortable. I'm looking here in the education area uh, where Herman Miller, you know, invites you to transform your campus mm-hmm. uh, and the classroom redesign results. Institutions that used Herman Miller's research based approach boosted achievement for both students and faculty. Twenty two percent said uh, there was an increase in students who feel valued. Twenty four percent increase in faculty who think collaboration is better with students. Twenty eight percent increase in students who feel equipped to do group work. So if you have nicer stuff, it makes you feel better, essentially, is what they're saying. Yeah, I think that's, you know. I don't think that's wrong. (laughs) I don't know that it has to be Herman Miller, but I'm sure, you know, being in a well-designed space is more conducive to work than not. I don't think that is completely controversial, but. Yeah, I agree with that. It's probably not a money thing and it probably is like an attention thing. Like you spent a lot of time uh, paying attention to how students feel if you're doing this at all. Right. Right. So therefore, there's probably that. God, I forget what this term is. But like when there's X and Y variable, but it's really Z. That's the that's the thing. Oh, a confounding variable. Yes. A confounding variable. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. you. Might be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Stats. That's fair. Yeah, stats. I took stats as a junior in college, and that was a long time ago. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I took it in grad school. Oh, nice. I had to. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Because you went to a so, so, 
SOS problem so, so program. Sh- sociology you know i think everyone should have to take stats like i think they should teach intro to stats in high school yeah because yeah i think that's good people think stats is about math it's not really until you get into like really complex modeling stuff but like the basics of statistics are just it's just logic and it's just reasoning and learning how to think about making inferences and things like that and it's like so important and statistical literacy is i don't know more important than ever so it's like a i good tend thing to agree to, with that it's a good thing to know or like even just like read a basic book like that book um lies damned lies and statistics i think that's probably oh. good because you know it's like when people say like oh uh if you do this thing your risk of this happening goes up by 400 percent and it's like, oh, my God, that's so scary. But, like, if their base risk is, like, 0.1%, then right. you now have a 0.4%. And it's, like, the ways that you, you can talk about stats in so many different ways that can be used to fool people or lead them to believe certain things that aren't necessarily yes. true. And being able to, to look at something and be like, uh, actually, I don't think that's true is, like, <laughs> such an important skill. Yeah, so much of adult life is assessing risk and making good decisions. Absolutely. Uh, and I genuinely think, and this is this is me as like, I, I sure like science and I sure sometimes dream about maybe going back for a post-bac and going to medical school. So this is not an anti-science kind of thing, but I do tend to think the type of numbers you deal with in stats and all the things you just said mean it is probably more useful for most adults who are not in a like a science field uh, on a daily basis for sure uh so yeah i i super agree with that yeah yeah stats are pretty pretty cool i only took the um uh, you know, the stuff I needed to take as a psych major. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I didn't no, go that far I, I with it. I stopped taking yeah. stats as soon as I was allowed to. And in, in, retrospect, <laughs> <For sure. laughs> in retrospect, I probably would have liked to learn more. But sure. uh, at the yeah. time, I was like, I hate numbers. I'm just doing qualitative numbers. research. But like, numbers are interesting. Numbers are they're cool. Also, they're quite useful in this context, I think. So yeah. I yeah. believe they hold the secret to our future. Yeah. Just like the children. Yeah. Right? Stats. Uh, stats. And children, the secrets to our future. Mm-hmm, I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, secrets also to our chairs, I guess. Um, yeah, let's because... bring this back to chairs because because <laughs> uh, we didn't go go heavy enough there. You know, there's there's more room. Into chairs. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, the gamer chair is going to look like. I think it's going to be like a royal purple. Okay. Uh, because that's the gamer color, you know, the color of royalty, like a dark, like a royal, very deep color? purple. I think it's what Herman Miller wants to reclaim as the gamer okay. color. Because I, yeah. would, I would think that just black was kind of the gamer color. Like, sure. Just like solid black. Don't don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Don't worry about the Dorito stains kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And I, you know what? I, uh. I can respect that to some extent because I think a lot of uh, designers and um, and fashion people will just wear like very basic black kind of almost uniforms because then you don't have to think about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but a big, huge, dark gamer chair in your room can be a little uh, 
domineering sometimes. So maybe like sure. a, a tasteful purple. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a dark one, not like a, a, a hot neon. Now, the other way of going with this, of course, is the hot neon purple and lime green uh, type of color scheme. Like okay. maybe Herman Miller, Say more. you know, the folks just throw their hands up and they're like, that's a gamer. Like, that's what a gamer wants. I don't know. Do you think that the designers are going to be playing games to sort of decide, <laughs> like, what qualities a chair should have? Do you think they're, like, sinking, like, 100 hours into Call of Duty to just be like, here's what I need when I'm gaming? Or do you think, like, that's maybe that's the Logitech people, like, what they're bringing to the equation? Yes. Of, like, yes. Um, we already know how to game, so we'll teach you that, and then you can do design stuff. I really love the idea of um, like a very uh, a very gamer ass gamer showing up and and like shaking hands with like a very you know suave and cultured and very you know well dressed all in black of course uh, Herman Miller designer and they like come together and I want to like picture a training montage where the gamer ass gamer like sits there and plays games and shows the designer, you know, how, how to move your arms and like how to move your fingers and, yeah. and how your butt Just will how feel. how to get the DPS and like the yeah. clicks and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I really love this. And then maybe the designer will like loosen their cuffs a little bit. Maybe they'll, you know, they'll, oh. they'll roll and maybe up the, the gamer will start like maybe adopting, you know, yeah. shedding some of like the gamer t-shirts and just wearing like a, I don't know, like a black turtleneck or something. Yes. Yes. They're going to try it on for size a little bit. You know, we could have like a sequence in this montage where they're, you know, in a mirror in like a department store. I don't know why Mm -hmm. they're in a department store. This is very 1982. But, you know, they go to a department store and they're trying it on. Like they're trying on each other's, you know, little bit. Just a little. Like not all the way, of course. Sure. Uh, But we're appreciating each other here. You know, like we're getting it. God. It's a nice image. (laughs) You know, the problem with chairs, though, is yeah. that sitting will fucking kill you. I mean, <laughs> it's it's just so bad for you, apparently. And uh, God, I really want a standing desk. I mean, I don't because I hate it. But like, yeah, I always whenever I hear about standing desks, I'm like, oh, I should really get a standing desk or at least like one of those adjusters that you can use. Sure, um, sure, sure. Which like. I think it could just be like a stack of books, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah, it's easy to kind of do that. I think if if you need to, it's also like, um, it's, it's so weird. I get more tired from doing something like that than like hours and hours of jujitsu. I don't know why, but there's something about like the like long wearing drag of just being on your feet that is more tiring to me than like really intense workouts. I mean, There's something so wearying about it, you know, like, it's well, just, I mean, I'm doing my really, work, like evolutionarily speaking, that's not really like a thing, right? Just like standing right. or like People sitting. They didn't really do that to hunt or gather. Like right. There's you were a lot running of, there's or a lot you were asleep or walking or sleeping. <laughs> not a lot of Or you sitting. were like gathering, which yeah. required a lot of stooping and lunging and, and that type of thing. But yeah, not sitting. Not a ton not of really. sitting. Yeah. Uh, not a ton, but, or, or just, yeah, or standing, but you know, that's what we got to do today. So I really wish somehow I could rig something where I could do at least some part of my job while running on my Uh treadmill. Like that would be ideal, but it's really hard. It's tough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
just getting the keyboard going and everything it it is tough what i'm picturing now is like some kind of uh like future technology like in minority report with like the moving the screens around (laughs) but like working while doing like uh some kind of like movement exercises like tai chi or something so like yeah you're doing these forums but as you do that you're like moving windows around and like (laughs) i don't know if that's like like a, a great idea or like a horrifying one a little of both probably a little of both it everything will go wrong kind of no matter what right like any technology whether it's the most like benign thing in the universe will go wrong in some way and sometimes it's a really funny and just stupid way and sometimes it's a really terrible and horrifying way but like anything that's invented will have some hopefully some positive but definitely some sort of negative so people will just miss you what you're saying is that, like people are at their heart kind of rotten scoundrels who will find ways to pervert even the most well-intentioned ideas for their own gain that's sort of I like actually think it's 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 more entropy even than that like oh i see okay so it's a like a million people process. doing a million things bullshit will happen bullshit so will occur and sometimes it's beautiful the opposite <laughs> of the monkey typewriter thing of just like enough people doing something it'll just get out of control yes yes that to exactly. me is a lot more realistic than the monkey thing yeah i think so too uh, honestly, like the they just ugh, it's just that never made sense to me. It really didn't like ever make sense. Well, to it's me. just and ma- maybe I'm smooth brained. I don't know. It's possible too. It's just randomness will eventually, you know, I think it's just meant to teach you the concept of infinity, which by definition contains like all possible sequences and like arrangements. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I've always had a, a problem with that because the killer clowns from outer space is a thing that was now, like say more <laughs> because I'm by humanity. Now, uh, <laughs> now what? Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I always had a real issue with that because humanity can come up with some unbelievably stupid things Mm -hmm. like for example the things depicted in the killer clowns from outer space and if everything really is possible like and has happened and will happen and does happen in infinite timelines then that exists and that is really hard for me to accept (laughs) so you're sort of saying that the the concept of infinity is somehow uh, challenged by the existence of killer clowns from outer space. Yes, that's correct. Okay. I'm trying, to, <laughs> trying to wrap my head around those. These are very <laughs> lofty ideas for 3 p.m. on a Friday afternoon. I know, I know. I don't know that I, I have know. the brain power left for them. That's, that's also okay. Um, I'm, I'm fine with it. And also show my own ass on this podcast all the time when it comes to the way I have conceptualized things. Listen, so. listen. In the podcast <laughs> I just recorded, yeah. I spent about five minutes confusing Aristotle and Socrates. So like, oh, that's fine. don't even worry about it. And that was on an anime <laughs> podcast. So everyone look forward to that to find out why I was talking about fucking ancient Greek philosophers in reference to anime. I mean, I'm glad that that happened, though. I'm, it was I'm, relevant like, not, to the discussion yeah. at hand. Yeah, I'm, like, excited to hear it, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. excited to listen to that. It was fun. Um, 
Speaking of things that we're excited to listen to or to read, did you want to talk about some things that you worked on this week that you're especially excited about? Yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah. We should have music for this segment. We should oh, have like should a have little music. like We should have jingle. music for every segment um, yeah. on every show. Just add like a lot more work for you, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like uh, give you a little more to do. Put a little <laughs> more on your plate. I don't Just have enough. You shovel know? a little more. Uh, as as evidenced by my dream last night, I'm clearly not doing enough as an EIC if I'm mm-hmm. having nightmares about being an intern. Definitely. So, That's yeah. definitely what that means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I wrote a couple things this week, but I don't really want to, you know, toot my own horn. Um, That's okay. So I worked on this piece by Violet Block that was yes. about the games Pathologic and Pathologic 2 which are not games that I played, but seem to be very rich texts in terms of illness and social dynamics and how disease, you know, reveals these underlying tensions in society. And that piece goes like all kinds of places. It talks about HIV AIDS. It talks about covid and uses these games as a way to think through what diseases like mean. And yeah. I think some t- for some people that's like a, an odd concept to to talk about. Like what is what is the meaning of a disease? Well, it's just bad, right? It's just bad and it kills people. But if we like start thinking about, okay, well, how does it affect different groups differentially? Yeah. Um how is it represented? How is it di- like talked about and discussed? Uh, there's like a lot there and it's important stuff, right? That reveals society's priorities and like who is, um, who is valued and who is like not valued. Yeah. And this piece is like, you know, some real, real down home games crit that <laughs> uh, doesn't always, doesn't always land, but, in general, but this piece does. And yeah, yeah. it was uh, a lot of fun to to help uh, put that one together. So that piece is called Pathologic and the Morality of Illness by Violet Adele Block. And uh, yeah, that went up a few days ago and it's uh, on the site now. I really, uh, I really liked it. I liked a lot of those sort of metaphors uh, yeah. that were used. There was something about blood being, uh, the conception of blood being like community tissue. That yeah, was like because uh, she's talking about about like uh, blood donations yeah. and how blood circulates and yeah, very very like interesting perspective, um, very like different take on on this kind of stuff. Yeah, really cool piece. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it. I'm glad uh, she pitched and and put it together. Cause yeah, really cool. me too. What about you? What have you been doing this week? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it's funny because there's a couple of things I'm really excited about, but I can't talk about them yet. Because mm-hmm. uh, we're doing something really fun with Sports Middle. I guess I'll just say that Sports Middle this week ends on a cliffhanger. Oh. Yeah, a really weird thing happened. Um, you know, we were talking about sports. We were talking about sports. We were talking about sports. And then John indicated like oh god i'm just sick of sports like let's let's cancel sports middle and then we found a videotape in a 
Dick's Sporting Goods uh, parking lot and put it in a VCR. And then there were sci-fi noises. Um, So, yeah, there was like a weird kind of cliffhanger there, um, which is fun and incredibly uh, us and goofy. But I I think I'm really excited about where we're going with it and some of the work we've been doing to lay down some ground uh, has been very fun. Uh, I also... Really enjoyed putting together the Final Fantasy XV Kingsglaive podcast and little videos uh, mm-hmm. for that podcast. Um, you know, I think it's it's starting to become a little bit uh, infamous in our very you know small circle. Yeah, what but, happened you know. on this podcast? Because I haven't <laughs> listened to it, and I just keep hearing people talk about it. I'm just hearing, you know, people are saying about this podcast all kinds yeah. of things, and what... Uh, give me, can you give me like a bit of the flavor? Yeah. So I, I think here's what happened. It is a Final Fantasy podcast put together by some like real Final Fantasy fans who enjoy that series for its horniness and its like shipping qualities. I see. Uh, and I think it has a lot to do with the, the cast itself. So we have Colin, uh, our, our relatively new guides writer. Guiding there. light, yeah. He's a guiding light, exactly. A, a name I gave to our guides team. Yep. Uh, who was like there, you know, looking at its cinematic qualities. Uh, there's Steven Strom, who is normally like, you know, uh, uh, could kind of uh, go a variety of ways on a podcast. Aww. Steven could be, you know, very interested in the criticism mm-hmm. of a game or really interested in the mechanics or... Steven can be, uh, you know, really interested in how hot this villain is. This guy, Arden Izunia, I think is is his okay. name. And Steven made a lot of references to a lot of things that could happen sexually with this oh. Arden character. And a whole lot of other things. Uh, <laughs> it's just like off the rails from the beginning. Like in the first five minutes, they were already like, oh, Danielle's going to love this. Uh, So I knew I was in for a treat when I listened to this (laughs) one. Um, But like a lot of that. And then of course we have uh, the esteemed duo of Ginny Wu and Natalie Flores who are, you know, very vocal on Twitter about their uh, shipping and their excitement about various Final Fantasy characters, who fucks, who doesn't fuck, who wants to fuck who fucks once they have their 16 layers of clothing off, et cetera, et cetera. Uh So there's like a really delightful air of just benevolent, bouncy horniness about this episode and about the characters in this episode. Now, Natalie does not like this movie. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody loved this movie, but a lot of folks on the podcast were kind of like, well, this is the least bad of the three Final Fantasy movies that are, none of them are good. Sure. Um, but Natalie really likes Advent Children because I think she watched it when she was like pretty young and, and it was like very exciting to her, which I get on every level. There's a lot of things I liked when I was very young, of course. Um, <laughs> but everyone else kind of thought it was like a lot better than the other movies. So there's like a, a hilarious energy of Natalie being very uh, mad about this movie and everybody else kind of delighting in its, in its uh, stupidity. So, yeah, a lot of things kind of going on there, but a lot of horniness and a lot of just delight huh. uh, in what's going on on the screen, which uh, I'm glad I didn't watch this movie. Um, I'm on most You Love to See It episodes for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think I've only missed two out of 24 or 25 now uh, of these because I, I I like movies. That's me. That's my brand. I like movies. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but I, I'm glad I wasn't on this one and, and, and participated, however, by, you know, putting together the little videos and uh, the podcast itself. So that was a delight uh, to hmm. be a part of this week. I'll also highlight Fan Fight because we watched a really, really fun fight and a really, really fun pro wrestling match. And I obviously only watch pro wrestling in the context of LB gives me something that's good uh-huh. to watch. And then I get to watch it and, and be guided through in like a really nice way, which is really the way to go with a media format that you're not familiar with and you kind of only know maybe some negative tropes about like i'm this way about anime as well i have a an anime life coach who Uh like gives me good things to watch that she thinks i'll like uh which gives me a much you know rosier view uh versus like oh if i just stumbled through myself right right yeah yeah yes we had a lot of fun in that one too cool so yeah Merit, here's a here's a possible very short New segment. Is there mm-hmm. anything you're looking forward to this weekend? Oh boy, this weekend. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna do like a lot of cleaning. I think. Um, sure, sure. I might play some more Warframe, which is a game that I've started to get into. And yeah, it's just, how, how has that been? Well, I think we're gonna do a whole podcast about <laughs> oh, it, sure, where sure. I talk about it with Stephen, who is someone who has played this game for years. It's yeah. a weird game. <laughs> It's like you can tell, you can see it's like free to play roots and it still is free to play, but it's much more of like a traditional game experience than that would imply, I think. Sure. Because free to play for me is like, oh, a lot of stuff is like time gated or money gated. And some things are time gated in Warframe, like upgrading things and like building things can take anywhere from half an hour to like two days. Of real lifetime. But wow, that's a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you do it in the like you you do it in the background and obviously you oh, don't gotcha, have to have gotcha. the game running. Um but yeah, um there's a lot there and I feel like I'm still very confused. Um you're it's a game where you're like a robot ninja and you have a dog <laughs> if you want. I, I have a dog and that's when I decided, oh, maybe I like this. And then also, I just got a jetpack, so now I can fly around <laughs> <Okay>. in space, <laughs> which is uh, something else. Uh, and um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like an action RPG shooter kind of thing, but there's yeah. all this weird stuff around it that is like, just kind of, un- just like unfathomable. Just like yeah. impossible to parse, and I'm slowly learning more about it. And uh, I like the look of it because everyone looks like a weird bug ninja uh, of like different builds and like themes, but everything looks vaguely alive. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird, but it's like kind of fun. <laughs> and uh, I'm playing one now who's like kind of like a. A John Wick type character. Uh, so that's that's fun. That's extremely good. I I actually reviewed that game in 2014. I um, which is wild. I can't imagine what it was like in 2014 because it I think it's completely different now. Yeah, I, I can only imagine it's like I, I doubt I would even be able to whatever go into that save or whatever from six years ago. Mm-hmm. It was like really early in 2014. It was like January 2014. I think it was the first game I reviewed that entire year, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, which is very funny to me. 
Yeah, I didn't like it very much. I think I gave it like a five out of ten. I was just like, there's not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it was very like, I don't know. I also maybe not my cup of tea, but now I might be a slightly less, uh, you know, uh, you know, now that I'm embracing my bad emotions and admitting when I'm jealous to things, uh, maybe I would be more open minded uh, <laughs> and and enjoy it perhaps a little more. You know, there's no uh, Bash Brothers in it, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's pretty rad. I am I am looking forward to uh, lots of jujitsu. I'm actually going to do a a private lesson with my coaches slash good friends. They're actually oh, going to cool. be like on video chat while Vicky and I probably you'll give us some drills to do. They'll probably like um, there's a thing you can do when you're sparring, which is like you know uh, your coach will sort of. Uh, point things out to you like you'll go a few rounds and then they'll be like oh you know you're doing this right and i'll be like what no i'm not and then you know we we talk about it that kind of thing it'll be pretty cool and watching movies i've gotten really really into a nice routine of watching something pretty much every day wow yeah it's been good i mean maybe not like a whole movie maybe i'll watch something a bit in the background or or half a movie while i do something else but like yeah, I'm really just going all in on my Shutter subscription. Shutter sponsor us because I love you. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that would be great. Yeah, that's that's been pretty good. So yeah, that'll be a weekend, and then we'll come back on Monday and and do it all again. Yeah, forever. Yeah, for for as long as we shall live. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> that seems like a podcast. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss before we close office hours for business? I think that's a podcast, honestly. I am pretty tired. So, yeah, it's uh, very fair. We do this on Friday. Like, just to peek behind the curtain, friends, this goes up on Friday. We do this on Fridays. So, yeah, we we are actually tired earlier in the day, (laughs) typically, because, or maybe we should do it earlier in the day. I don't know. (laughs) So, we have more, more energy. But, yeah, this is good. I think, I think I'm just starting to sort of. Dip. It's that 3 p.m. dip. Uh, I need another yeah. coffee and uh, yeah. just, you know, finish the day out. Yeah, you need second coffee, which we reviewed once upon a time. Yeah. Um, on this website. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to take us out or would you like me to take us out? Uh, why don't you take us out? All right. Well, that sounds good. Thank you so much, everybody, uh, for joining us for office hours. We're about ready to close those up for business. Get ready for the weekend. Please do be sure to rate and review our podcast because it helps us so much. And we really do appreciate it when people do that. You can listen to all our stuff at fanbyte.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at fanbyte media on Instagram at fanbyte, TikTok and fanbyte. And of course, fanbyte.com for everything and we've been streaming a lot more lately uh and you can watch that at twitch.tv slash fanbyte there have been some really amusing streams this week uh with totally reliable delivery service Mm -hmm. there's a lot there that's very hard for my accent there's a lot going on but I'm, i'm trying to get through it uh and of course do you remember we have three feeds for your podcast enjoyment right here is uh fanbyte fm and we also have fan fight for sporty things, for MMA, for pro wrestling. And we have fan with where you can find uh, most of our gaming content, uh, the fan with podcast. And you'd love to see it, which is for movies and other good things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Merit, where can people find you online if they don't already know? Uh, I'm at Merit K on Twitter. Awesome. I'm Danielle R.I. And uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. Have a have a good and safe weekend. Be good out there. Be safe. And with that, I think office hours are closed for business. Bye. Bye.